Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us. I hope you had a great holiday week. We did a special replay for you last week, and it was all commercial free. I took some of our very best shows over the last few months, trimmed out all the commercials, which now you know the last, what is it now, five, six weeks now, we are commercial-free as we broadcast live on Sunday nights. The website is christianmoney.com. You can follow me on social media, Twitter, James L. Paris, Facebook, James L. Paris, or the fan page over there. The Facebook fan page is christianmoney.com as well. And you can get in touch with me during the week, 24-7, through my email, jim at christianmoney.com. Wow, is this going to be a great show tonight? We had last week off, so we have to kind of <laughs> give you double the show this week, and we're going to do it. Tonight, coming up in our guest segment, the book is called Chasing Cosby. And joining us is award-winning journalist Nicole Wisensee Egan. And this book is just riveting. I don't want to use the word unbelievable, surreal. These are all the words that are overused. But it's it's amazing that this went on for three or four decades and how he got away with this. And we're going to get into all of this. And Nicole Wisensee Egan, she's been following the Cosby story from the very beginning. She started following the story in 2005. And uh, I just want to get all the details as much as we can squeeze in in about a 30 or 40 minute discussion. So that'll be coming up in our guest segment in about 29 minutes. So stay tuned for that. Next week, our good friend Derek Gilbert is back. He's got a new book out. This guy's prolific. He's got another book out. So I told our producer, sure, we'll have him back again. He's got another book out and he's got another book out on Bible prophecy. We'll have all the details for you on that. And uh, we will uh, welcome him in our guest segment next week. A couple of uh, just personal things before we get into all of the topics tonight, and there's so much to get into in this first segment. Uh, a couple of things. I had a great time this week. I've been following some of Ben Fuchs advice, our recent guest, about kind of, you know, getting outside, uh, enjoying nature, enjoying uh, just the weather and and enjoying God's creation and not thinking about the future or the past, but kind of just having a good day living in the moment. And I uh, did a couple of things this week that uh, just some new kind of new hobbies of mine, I guess. I'm, I'm super excited because I had such a good time. We went paddle boarding, my wife and I, one morning. We went with a group. It was like a group tour. And this is where it's like a surfboard. If you're not from Florida area, or California probably have not seen this a lot, but it's kind of a newer thing people are doing. And it's a lot of fun. It's like a 
a big surfboard, but you stand up on it. You have a really long paddle that you use to paddle yourself. Um, I, I thought it would be easier than it was. It was a challenge, but I got used to it in a few minutes. I would, there I was <laughs> in uh, salt water and everything um, going down uh, the salt run just off of St. Augustine. And um, you had a really great time doing that. So I said to my wife, let's do something else related to uh, the water and being outside in the beach in this beautiful area that we live in. And so uh, the next uh, day we went kayaking and we rented a kayak and we went out and, and did all of that. So just, just some really neat experiences and people that don't visit our area um, really miss out. I have to tell you because this area, St. Augustine, on the coast here has really got to be one of the most beautiful places in the world. My wife and I, we were riding on the motorcycle today to church. I've got a little European style scooter. We went to church. Then we went down the beach. We went out to breakfast and it's just like this beautiful painting that God had created for us. And I'm just looking at this thinking, this is just incredible. And so many people are an hour and a half from here at Disney and never get over here to see this area, to see our beautiful beaches. And we're out there in the kayak, right? And there's a dolphin popping up right next to our kayak. This is the kind of thing that we see here all the time. It's the real Florida and it's absolutely beautiful. All right. Uh, tonight's sponsor, again, no commercials, but we do have a sponsor, BitcoinWorkshop.us. If you're someone that is interested in Bitcoin and you'd like to find out more, but you're kind of a little bit scared. You don't want to be scammed. You hear about all the weird things happening where people invest money and that gets stolen from them and their wallet gets hacked and all of those weird things that you hear about Bitcoin. But then you hear about how much money people are making and you want to know, how can I get involved with that without getting scammed? I did a, a workshop. It's all on video and you can access it. And it includes a lot of really cool stuff, including a copy of my new book, The 90-Minute Bitcoin Quick Start. We also have a Facebook group where you can post your questions and interact with other members that are in the class. Uh, of course, you can watch the videos. There are four separate videos. They're available on demand 24-7. And uh, it's a really neat way to learn about Bitcoin. So that's tonight's sponsor. Check it out if you want to learn more about Bitcoin, Bitcoin workshop.us bitcoin workshop.us all right one other personal thought here before we get into all of the news i get good comments from people they say jim i like when you share how things are going on your diet and how things are going with you personally so i continue to do a little bit of that in the beginning of the show i have uh installed something here in my office and this is going to sound probably silly but this has made such a big difference uh, to I now enjoy sitting at my desk and I can actually see my computer really clearly. And it just sort of creates this mood in my office that I, I absolutely love. I like to play music in my office. So I've got uh, one of those uh, echo devices that I use. I don't want to use the word <laughs> and trigger it. It'll start playing music, but it's one of the Amazon echo de devices. And I play a lot of, you know, my favorite jazz music and all that, but I put in this backlighting on my computer and you can go on Amazon, do a little search for backlighting. And all it is, it's like a little string of lights that you, you can tape it to the back of your computer. And it creates like this 
kind of glow around your computer. And in my case, I have mine set to the color blue and I don't know what it does. It's like, it's a weird thing. It just makes me feel number one. I can see the computer screen so much better, but I just have this relaxed feeling. Whereas before I had the backlighting, I kind of strained to look at the computer, kind of had this like stressful feeling like I'm at my desk and um, I've been spending a lot less time up at Starbucks because what I typically have done in the past is I do a little bit of work on the computer and then I run up to Starbucks and spend uh, three or four hours up there and about $10 on coffee. Uh, so this is, this is a fun little thing I've done. It's called backlighting. Probably everybody know, knows about this and is doing this but me. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, there's this new thing called the Internet. Yeah, it's called backlighting. And uh, you can get a little string of backlights for like 10 bucks LED lights and put those on your computer and you can pick what color. I happen to like blue. I'm not sure why, but it just kind of gives a kind of a new vibe here to my desk area. Okay. All the news this week, this story that we have talked about on this show repeatedly, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, who is a billionaire, he is um, a very notorious name, uh, especially here in Florida. He has been arrested. Uh, he was arrested today in New York. He's being charged with sex trafficking. And um, if you remember, he has had prior convictions uh, for sexual assault on minors. And he pretty much got off on those without any consequences that were significant. I think he got like 13 months in, in some kind of minimum security facility where he just had to stay there at night and he got to go out during the day. No kidding. And you can read all about this over at the Miami Herald. In fact, the Miami Herald has like an entire, uh, it's like a, a section of their newspaper dedicated to all of the stories and information about Jeffrey Epstein. Now he's been, he's been arrested in New York and here's why this is so explosive because everyone tonight is talking about what is going to happen next in terms of his next trial. And what are we going to learn about some of the biggest names, not only in show business, uh, in politics, uh, in the world of athletics, um, some of the most powerful people in the United States and around the world that have been involved with this guy and not to mention too many names, but uh, right now, uh, Bill Clinton, of course, we know is one of the most frequent flyers on Epstein's private plane, which is the so-called Lolita Express. And we also know that Bill Clinton turned away secret service protection as a former president to fly on the Lolita Express to a private island where God only knows what went on. But there's been um, some action and some activity over the last few months. We talked about it on the radio show where some of the most powerful people are trying to keep the information from his first trial sealed. He got this really light sentence and then the case file was locked up and sealed and they've been litigating to try to get this case unsealed, which it looks like it's going to be unsealed. And now there's another whole new trial that's going to take place. And I posted this on my Facebook page earlier today, and people are going crazy speculating. Um, I don't want to mention 
too many names because I, I don't want to get sued. But I can tell you this. If you just go online and you type in Jeffrey Epstein and you type in like accomplices or or Jeffrey Epstein associates, there are countless articles right now publishing all of the names of the people that are known to be connected to Jeffrey Epstein, whose names could come out in this next trial and could come out if the case files are unsealed in the prior trial. And I don't even want to say some of the names, but it will explain to you why this guy never faced serious prosecution when you read some of these names. The, the theory is that some of the most powerful people in the entire world are among those that could be implicated with Jeffrey Epstein's prosecution and with the unsealing of the case file from the prior case which is why he was able to get out of the prior case with just 13 months uh, of this minimal security kind of, uh, it was like he slept at this, this prison. He had his own wing of this uh, local jail, 13 month sentence. He could leave during the day. Uh, it was, it was just unheard of the, the light sentence he got uh, for the sexual assault case he had uh, been convicted of. Now we, we fast forward to the possibility of the entire case file being opened up from the, the earlier investigation and now uh, this new arrest and all of these other young girls that have come forward. This is just explosive, super explosive. I know in our guest segment, we're going to be talking about Bill Cosby, how he got away with what he did for 30 or 40 years. Um, that's going to be a huge story, but let me tell you this the names that could come out in this Jeffrey Epstein case. And I don't want to overstate because I don't think I can. These are some of the biggest names on the planet, both present and past uh, politicians all the way up to the very top in not just the U S but around the world, including names in sports names in Hollywood. It's really going to be big. And this will probably be one of the biggest stories in the news tomorrow. In fact, I speculated earlier today on my Facebook page that maybe, and this is speculation, maybe one of the reasons why Hillary did not run again is the possibility that more details are going to come out. And she knew they would because this has been in litigation, the uh, litigation to unseal the case file from years ago. That has been going on for several months now. And she would have known about that. Uh, apparently, this FBI raid that took place on Jeffrey Epstein's home in New York City was kept very quiet. But uh, I believe it was 10 or 12 FBI agents raided the home of Jeffrey Epstein today and he was taken into custody. This is going to be just earth-shattering news this week, earth-shattering news. Speaking of the earth-shattering or the earth-shaking, what about these California earthquakes? Now, we've been talking about these for a period of, of months now that we're seeing more and more seismic activity. Um, even uh, Old Faithful, the geyser, uh, at Yosemite, they're saying it, it has been acting unusual over the past few weeks. We have all these like mini earthquakes happening on the West Coast. And then we had uh, just had, of course, the 6.4 earthquake 
followed by a 7.1. And one of the things people don't understand about the Richter scale is the exponential mathematics of it. That is to say that a 7.1 is not just a little bit more than a 6.4. I believe somebody was saying today on the news that a 7.1 is like eight times more powerful than a 6.4 because there's this exponential factor of every tick you go up on the Richter scale. Now, they're able to, in with modern-day uh, science and mathematics and 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 the ability with sonar and all of these other measurement devices, they're able to make predictions, and they've got a really scary prediction. It's something like one in 10 chance that there's going to be a so-called major, the big one, quote-unquote, this week in California. That concerns me personally because my wife leaves for a flight on Tuesday to Los Angeles. And uh, people in Los Angeles are on pins and needles wondering what is going to happen next. Apparently, this area, uh, which is about 130 miles east of Los Angeles, has had dozens upon dozens of uh, smaller, uh, you know, they call these uh, these, these smaller earthquakes aftershocks or, or, or what the term is. But the, the idea is that these people that have gone through this, the 6.4, the 7.1, a lot of them are sleeping, as I understand it, in their driveways, in their backyards. They're afraid to go back into their houses because of these tremors that just continue nonstop every few minutes. I have never been in an earthquake, but it, it seems to me like maybe one of the, the most I don't know. It's, it's got to be one of the scariest, most nerve wracking experiences you can have. I mean, today we had a really bad thunderstorm and we had lightning. It sounded like bombs were going off in front of our house. The lightning was so loud, but that is Florida. And you kind of get used to that. But if the ground underneath you is shaking, I'm not sure that there's anything that can compare to that. The ground itself is shaking. Your home that you're inside is moving around and things are falling off the wall and falling off shelves. I can't imagine anything more frightening than being in an earthquake. And some of these poor people, it's been like three days now that they literally cannot go back into their homes. They are so frightened. Um, it's it's scary, and and I my prayers and thoughts are with everybody in California, everybody out on the West Coast, and my wife is leaving. This is a big trip. She'll be out there for almost two weeks. It's to celebrate her 60th birthday. She's going out uh, to uh, spend time with uh, six or seven of her friends. All of them are 60, turning 60 this year, so it's kind of like a joint thing, and she's been planning on this and looking forward to it for months. But I'm still, I'm still like, wow, you're really going to do this? You're, you're still going to go on this trip, and uh, she is, and I hope it goes well, and I pray that she is safe. Okay, a lot of people are running for president on the Democratic side, right? I don't know how many there are, <laughs> 50, 60. I haven't kept track. It's a lot. There is one candidate though that I am, I guess, a little bit unusually curious about. Her name is Marianne Williamson, and you may know her from Oprah. She has made appearances on Oprah Winfrey over the years, and um, she's a part of this 
group. They're, they're, they're not officially a religion. They don't really like to be called a religion, I guess. So I, they don't want to be pigeonholed, but they, they really are a religion. And it is all based around this book called A Course in Miracles. And I think many Christians would be really surprised and shocked if they looked into this book a little bit. First of all, it is supposedly written by a doctor. It supposedly was written by a doctor in 1968, although I've done some research on it, and nobody really claims authorship of it. So it's kind of a theory that this doctor wrote this book, but it's extremely new agey. And, um, you know, Marianne Williamson, she's an American citizen, has the right to run for president like everyone else. But uh, it's really brought prominence to this whole course in miracles. And I just encourage you, if you're a Christian, um, just go ahead, Google it, A Course in Miracles, and read some of the apologetics reviews of A Course in Miracles. Um, There's a lot there that you shouldn't be um, sucked in by. There's a lot of really, really off the grid, new age stuff that you should be aware of. A lot of times people like Marian Williamson or the people over at Scientology, these kinds of uh, groups, they will present things that who could disagree with. So you'll hear Marianne Williamson a lot of times just talk about love, being loving and loving the world and how love defeats hate. And who could it, who could disagree with any of that? But you've got to look into the Course in Miracles. Um, don't get sucked in by this. So just do your own research. There's a lot of um, good criticism out there by Christians about the Course in Miracles, and that is the book that is sort of the central book uh, behind the movement that Marianne Williamson leads, um, and I think uh, people should know about that, especially if they are in any way seriously considering her as a candidate for president. Now, we talked about this story um, a couple of weeks ago, and I posted it on all my social media there is a student that has been kicked out of school. Um, we, we posted this on social media. It's thought that this happened in Scotland. There's a video that went viral. You probably have seen it. A young man is arguing with his teacher. He's a high school student. He's 17 years old. And he's arguing with his teacher. And it's his position that there are only two genders, two genders scientifically he says, and that people that uh, choose different uh, gender uh, terms are, that's not science. That is a preference, a choice that they're making. And, and so you watch this video. And so for having that opinion, for having that opinion that scientifically there are only two genders, this young man was kicked out of class. So the video goes viral. So the latest on this is, and I posted this on all my social media today, he's now been expelled from the school. And what makes this even more bizarre is that a blogger set up a GoFundMe account for this young man to raise money because apparently he now has to find a new school to go to to be able to graduate high school and be able to go off to college. And that might be difficult to do. And so they thought if they raise some money, he could get into a private school of some sort. And so the GoFundMe people have canceled, canceled the GoFundMe for this young man. And the blogger that set it up, 
he's saying online there's really no reason that has been given other than that they said he violated their terms of service by setting up this GoFundMe. They not only canceled the GoFundMe, but they then banned this blogger for life from having a GoFundMe account. So all of the details on that are on my social media if you want to take a look at that. Um, whether you agree or disagree with this young man, I think he should have the right to speak his opinion. And he was very clear that he was saying scientifically there are two genders. And I'm not sure how that can be argued. Uh, you know, people have all these other preferences, but he was talking in terms of science, which I believe it was a science class that this was being discussed in. In any case, I'll let you go take a look at all that. That story continues to gather steam. Uh, and then we'll close out our segment here with a little discussion about what's happening with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Bitcoin continues to move ahead. So tonight we are live on Sunday night. Uh, Bitcoin is trading at 11,400 right now for one Bitcoin. And uh, if you follow some of the other currencies, uh, Ripple, for example, is trading right at about 40 cents. That is the second currency that I tend to talk about a lot on this show. Um, there is a thought, and I give some credence to this, that maybe the 4th of July holiday could be behind uh, Bitcoin uh, kind of making a little bit of a recovery here and a little bit of a move higher. Uh, Bitcoin had dropped down below 10,000 and is now moving back. It had actually been as high as 11,700 a little bit earlier today. But there's this phenomenon that happens around the holidays. And of course, the 4th of July being one of those holidays where you get together with family. People talk about a lot of things when they get together with family, right? Well, one of the things people talk about is Bitcoin. And uh, we had the same thing happen a couple of years ago, uh, right around uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Bitcoin had gone up to $20,000. This is because, uh, you know, the one nerdy kid sitting at the end of the table, the computer geek who owned Bitcoin and bought it at 100 bucks, and it was trading at 10000 <laughs> told everybody about it, and they wanted to own a little bit of it. So there is this so-called... F-O-M-O, -O, which stands for fear of missing out. And that is the phenomenon where people say, you know what? I, I don't really know about this cryptocurrency thing. I don't know about this Bitcoin thing, but I'd hate to be the guy that's sitting in my rocking chair when I'm 80 years old, thinking back at the time that I could have put a little bit of money in when it was just 10 or 11,000. And maybe at that point, it's a million dollars. I don't know where it's going. I'm not predicting a million. I'm just kind of throwing out the scenario. People think about this kind of thing. It's the same reason why people buy lottery tickets. You can't win the lottery unless you own a ticket. And it's that idea that, you know what? I, I don't want to miss out on this. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be the guy that could have, should have, uh, would have put 50 bucks in or a hundred bucks in. Uh, so if you're somebody that's in that boat and you want to just learn a little bit about it, you're not really sure how to proceed. There is that book I have, which I put out uh, about a year ago. It's 10 bucks on Amazon. It's still selling really well. You can grab it for 10 bucks. It ships Amazon Prime. It's the 90 minute Bitcoin quick start kind of gives you the A to Z, how to get started without getting scammed. You can even get started with $10. A lot of people think, well, I don't have 11,000. I can't buy one Bitcoin. You can actually get started with as little as 10 bucks 
and I show you how to do it uh, in the book. So check that out. And uh, a site that I like a lot is coinmarketcap.com. If you want to find, you know, one site to sort of just track all the different cryptocurrencies. And then we have a separate website set up for those that want to get some free information about Bitcoin. And this has some videos uh, I've published on some different uh, angles that you could take on investing in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. It is bitcoinbloodhound.com. Bitcoinbloodhound.com. All right, we'll take a one-minute break, fire up the intro, and we'll be back with our special guest, Nicole Wisensee Egan. The book is Chasing Cosby. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 